Roach, Roach Coach. Podcast. Hot all day. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you back for another episode of Roach Coach as we create this new metal canon. This week, it's all about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? And we are going to go over <laughs> your feedback. It was just like I could hear. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> This week, we're going over your feedback, your questions, your concerns, your recommendations. But most importantly, guys, we got to talk about who's back. Who's back? Who is? Jenny, Matt, we started this show many years ago. And when we did, the concept of New Limp Biscuit was nothing more than than a dream and a wish. Could it happen? Will it happen? Rumors every day. Wes would give an interview. No new album. Fred would give an interview. No new album. They'd tour, but no new songs. And then, this summer, Lollapalooza happens, and they tease Dad Vibes, and now we can say Dad Vibes officially released. Oh, Matt. Here we go, baby. Oh, Check out your dad with the swag on the floor. Mama gon' brag when I walk in the door. Y'all ain't never seen a gorilla in the mist. Walk the line so fine with a blindfold. Keep in mind, though, hot dad riding in on a rhino. Oh, I gotta get them thoughts. Oh, Jenny, dad vibes is here. How are you feeling? I think it's perfect. I love it. I've been listening to it on repeat, which is sort of an insane person thing to do because it's only two minutes long. Very respectful of our time, but I can't get enough. respectful. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's exactly what I want. I'm so excited to hear the rest of the album. I think it's, I just think it's great. I'm so excited and I love it. I want to hear more. (laughs) Jenny, stamp of approval. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There uh, it is. Well, what do you guys think? I gotta tell you, this thing. Um, they posted Wednesday night that it's coming Thursday morning, twelve a.m. And I had other things I was gonna do, and I just sat down and I was just like, let's just, you know, I'm just, I'm just gonna scroll my phone. I'm just gonna wait for that midnight drop, and then you guys, because I am pushing forty, old dad fell asleep woke up with a start at 12 30 a.m and went oh i gotta i gotta brush my teeth i gotta i gotta do a bunch of stuff oh wait dad vibes is here so i listened to dad vibes for the first time official high quality version 12 30 in the morning groggy as fuck and i was like oh oh the, the boys are back but i'm I so tired that. I love that this is reality. Yeah. Like, you wake up with a start. You think of all the things that you should do, and you're like, wait. Dad vibes. Dad vibes is here. Gotta listen to dad vibes. Uh, much like you, Jenny, I have also been listening to the song on repeat 
like a psycho. <laughs> and it is like, yeah, two minutes, 12 seconds. And yeah, it is is perfect. Um, the boys are back. Um, truly joyous. I, I am so over the moon. I want to hear more, need to hear more. Give me that album. I'm all ready to go. Matt Nas. Oh, uh, so I saw... I saw that we posted the boys are coming back or the boys are back. And then I saw your post of the boys did it again. And I immediately flew to my phone and and listened to dad vibes. What a journey again I am taking with Limp Bizkit. <laughs> From certified hater to certified praiser? Sure. I uh, punch my ticket. I want in um, two minutes, 12 seconds, a short song that took a long time to get here, but no fat in my opinion on this one. And doing that thing that so many people can't do, which is ride, which is write that ridiculous chorus. The can't live with them, can't live without them. Perf- it's like, it's so self-aware, but not in a way that's grating. It's exactly where the band is right now, because I think that has been the continual message that Wes has put out there in a lot of interviews, is he can't believe that people would want more Limp Biscuit music post-Gold Cobra. Like, I think he said that on Toomey. I think he said that on um, on Dean Del Rey. Just kind of like, it, it was unfathomable to him that people would want more Limp Bizkit music. But then over the like the past three years, where, I don't know if you heard, New Metal is back. I've heard this. And the fans are getting younger, and the crowds are getting younger, and it's parents bringing their kids to see the show there is finally kind of like a real earnest desire to hear new Limp Bizkit music. And I'm excited that this is the tack instead of like, well, we're the best of all time. Like, nope, we've been around for a while and we know how to do this. That's the message of dad vibes to me. And I think they deliver on that promise. 100% 100% Matt. I never in my life thought I would be that analytical about a two minute and 12 second <laughs> biscuit song. We've proven time and again that you could make something that's two minutes long, but we'll talk about it for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put in the time. And, you know, it's funny. It uh, it sent me back. I, I went and listened to a bunch of the singles that they put in uh, that Limp Bizkit has put out after gold cobra in the previous sort of attempts at returning again and the thing i noticed and the thing they don't do with dad vibes is that there is a lot of like what is clearly in retrospect um hedging their bets overthinking it overdoing it for one i would say all the singles they put out post gold cobra are all five minutes plus and they go in multiple directions. Ready to go has a little Wayne verse, has yep. a like minute and a half, two minute like sort of like instrumental outro that is completely opposite of the rest of the song, which is a ripper. 
um something like endless slaughter is just like this barrage of like heavy that never really quite gets to a hook and then once again turns into this sort of like instrumental thing and it's like nut now you're you're losing the plot um i did not realize this that there was an actual that thieves the the thieves cover that they've been doing live for years and years um was a single at one point it's been scrubbed from streaming services but you can find it on youtube and it's a it's a ripper i mean they're the the studio cover they really do the work but also it is like five and a half minutes long it's and it's and it's once again overthinking it like they're trying to give you two like this is all we got we can do all this stuff and it's like no, no just do one thing and do it well if you do it for two minutes and 12 seconds you're golden and you know i mean I, I i ran this song through the paces too you guys you know like i'm talking like drop my son off at school play it as you're rolling out of the parking lot perfect i mean the boys are back it's crispy and it is a dad vibe what you're describing is getting older mm-hmm. where you're like i don't have to prove <laughs> like that i can do a million things to you this is what i'm doing i've done it goodbye and it's like I'm, oh yeah. yeah there it is there it is and from an intention standpoint it still works it's still they still make it they're doing it in a way that not too many people can do it mm-hmm. absolutely breathing that rare air mm-hmm. so limp biscuit are back new album eminent which you know we, the guys we've um you know we've been doing this show for a while and a lot of the big guns have been dropping albums and we're you know way behind the discography we're only one album away from catching up with the lb so we might need we might need to we need to do go cobra soon <laughs> we just might put a, just put that out there <laughs> do we have do we have a long weekend blocked off for the amount of time it will take us to record that <laughs> um yeah let, let's see we'll look look into the old we'll book sketch. a retreat and you can look forward to like uh i don't know hardcore history length uh i guess podcast. this is our uh, gold cobra retreat yes <laughs> yes well, let's get back in that room Hand our children off. All right, listen, we got to go talk about Gold Cobra for yeah. six and a half hours. So. Six and a half hours. <laughs> Sorry, Sophie. I know you won't take a bottle, but you got to learn. Mommy needs to go talk about Gold Cobra. <laughs> she won't starve. Uh, it's she'll fine. be fine. She'll yeah. be fine. Um, you know who else is back, you guys? Who? Poppy. Yes, she is. Poppy is back. New album. It's called Flux. Um, this is her first album without longtime collaborator slash possibly bad dude, Titanic Sinclair. And this record came out. Um, I know I listened to it, Jenny. You listened to it, Matt. Did you get a chance to listen to this record? No, I've I have pre-ordered the vinyl version, and now I'm just uh, waiting for that. So I have no idea when that's going to get here. Okay, so. If you may know, you may not. Critically, I disagree. Her previous record that we've talked about very much on this show. Um, We were all big fans of that one. It got, like, okay reviews. This album came out. It's getting better reviews. But, Jenny, you have some feelings on this new record. Well, I think it's, like, a perfectly serviceable, poppy 
alternative record, but people were saying it was shoegaze. I don't think it's shoegaze. I mean, look, am I here to shoegate? Shoegate? (laughs) What? No, I'm not here to Uh kick. Is this shoegate? (laughs) This is shoegate. This is. I'm here to shoegate. Um, No, I'm not here to gatekeep shoegaze. But I don't know. I think for me, I preferred. I disagree. Um, You know, I'm glad that she's away from a probably shitty dude. You know, like. That's more important than whatever. I like a fucking album cares. But I don't know. I mean, I think I just, uh, I don't know what I was expecting. This wasn't quite it. Maybe I just got to listen to it a little bit more. But I I mean, it just kind of sounded like pop punk to me. All right. Now I got to hear the single. This is her. Yeah, not. I mean, ugh. it's like fuzzy paramore kind of vibe to me. Yeah, like to say that shoegaze is like, um, all right, have we listened to my bloody Valentine? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't for- hear that. I hear very much '90s alt fuzzed out. I mean, I wouldn't. I didn't really consider lush shoegaze, but some people did. But it's in that lush um vibe to me I, I like poppy i'm excited that she's doing different things but that grammy performance led me to believe that she was going to continue down a little bit heavier path and that is not what i'm hearing here at all and i know that i haven't listened to the whole record but like that grammy performance was like in your face yeah i was expecting it to be a little heavier too i I kind of run I listened to it for a second time yesterday actually and it's it's okay to good. It's like it's it's like Jenny said it's solid but it's not extraordinary and there's a lot of moments on it that feel a little generic in ways I did not expect a poppy record to be. Um but at the same time there are moment that there are moments where poppy comes in and brings a scream bring something discordant but they're a lot more rare than they were on i disagree and her other records the song you just played i think that sounds like pixie's breeders influence that's what i'm getting more than anything out of that that sounds like you could put that thing on in a 1994 playlist and no one would even bat an eye but the last song uh on the record i think is actually the best one that's the one that i feel like does the most like sort of i don't even necessarily think it's genre hopping but just like has the most interesting parts and has the hardest sort of riffs on it the thing with it is that i think it's very clear at this point every new poppy record is going to be something completely different like we don't know where she's where her whatever her mind's at when she makes something um that is where she's gonna go so so i i do think like this record this is the only record she's gonna make it sound like this the next one is gonna be something completely different um so i'm still on the poppy train and i mean it's certainly certainly not a bad record it's not like i was like what the fuck is this Trash, um, ugh, nothing like that. But um, uh, what was Jenny? What, what did what did Mitch say about the record? 
I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was basically that it was like Bobo Paramore or something, which I don't, I don't know. Maybe he's right. Maybe I just need to listen to it more. It's not bad. I just think that when you go into something with expectations, if I'd gone into this with no expectations, I probably would have been like, how sweet, you know? Yeah. But I have big expectations. Maybe that's on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you know what? There's nothing no- more new metal than a cover. And non-point, some might say the kings of new metal covers, back with a cover of Prince's When Doves Cry. And they posted on their Instagram. Not on their Instagram. They posted it somewhere, basically saying that they had been working on this cover for a while till they finally cracked it. And uh, Jenny, have you had a chance to listen to the Wind Doves Cry cover? I'm going to be honest. No. <laughs> okay. I've listened to it. Matt, are you able to pull that up and give us a, give a, give us a taste? I think so. Dig if you will the picture of you and I engaged in a kiss The sweat of your body covers me Can you, my darling, can you picture the dream if you can a courtyard An ocean of violets and bloom Animals strike curious poses. They feel the heat, the heat between me and you. How can you just leave me standing alone in a world that's so cold? That dead silence is all all we have to say. I just got to say, covering When Doves Cry is a tall fucking order. Yes. Mm, yeah. It's real tall. I got yeah, it. I thought- <laughs> it's so tall. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I like Nonpoint. I, I, They're I, great. I am probably never going to listen to that again they that is that is like for me a very difficult and almost untouchable song one of prince's best one of the best and they it's no a tu- it's, it's not a, it's not what i want i'm sorry it's a, it's a tough nut to crack and they gave it their best it's it's just um it might be a little too melodramatic at the same time i don't want to give up on the idea of a new metal band covering this song so let's just throw it out there david draymond if you're listening <laughs> give it a chance give it a shot <laughs> let me know what you can do with that one just saying just throwing it out there what? um yeah. okay i i get that because draymond is such a ham yes and is so that person that i would believe it from him even though it's like oh boy here we go 
I think the thing that is maybe the most surprising about this cover, as we have discovered, if you listen back to our non-point episodes, lead singer Elias is considered by some to be a very sexy, sexual man. If you have followed Prince's career at all, he tended to be a bit of a sexual man himself. And I don't really think that that's what's being brought across here you know what i mean like you listen to a lot of prince songs and the one thing is that you can envision prince in your head while he's singing the song and the thought you have is he's probably not wearing a shirt when he was recording this but when i hear this version from nonpoint i'm like i think elias has got a shirt on it might be buttoned up all the way to the neck you know what i mean like i need Full open shirt, no shirt vibes on this song. That's what I'm saying. Show us some more skin audibly. <laughs> I don't know what I'm. You know yes, what? Yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> you guys, Jenny, you get it. You get I get it. it. I get it. You get it. You get it. So there it is. Another more new metal than the cover. Now we've got to talk about a new thing. This was a press release forwarded to us by a good friend of the show, Josh Toomey. The best. Uh, about a new band called The Violent Incident. They have a song. It is called New Metal. <laughs> that is the song title. They have an album that's coming out April 1st, 2022, which is April Fool's Day. Mm. And Some would Jenny- consider April 1st to be April Fool's Day. <laughs> Yeah. Someone, someone. Someone say. Someone say. And uh, Jenny, why don't why don't you just run down this press release? Sure. So it should be noted that incident is spelled I N Z I D E N T, and the press release reads as follows: Introducing the violent incident. Underdogs of the world unite. Your saviors have arrived to give you more shit than anyone has ever thrown at you, ever. The world's first post-New Metal supergroup have arrived with an unhealthy mix of comedy and parody. The Violent Incident are here to correct what you think you know about New Metal, in fact, about music in general. Consisting of highly talented musicians who may or may not be members of other very well-known non-post-New Metal bands, The Violent Incident is Tiny D, wannabe rapper, Seaman, the guy who can actually sing. Bin Man. Bass and Broomstick. Adidas Hole. Guitar and Sportswear. Monkey Bird. DJ. Samples. Electronic noises. And other unimportant things you can't hear at all. General <laughs> Jerkoff. Pots and Pans. Firing their first shot at world domination, the violent incident will unleash new metal on October 1st. This is just the beginning for the violent incident. Their debut masterpiece, This Is New Metal, is ready to roll. It will be out on April 1st, 2022, and plans for a stage show in 2036 that will make Kiss look like your mates playing Enter Sandman at a school assembly and Steel Panther sound like your dad telling jokes at Christmas dinner. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Or not. From October 1st on MySpace and all other out-of-date social media platforms. So, looks like we got a new metal joke band on our hands. 
not angry at that not angry at it at the same time i am on the record about how i feel about joke songs oh you hate them it's listen it's like i like tenacious d and then that's basically it everything else sounds like 6 a.m morning zoo crew stuff to me but i mean here i've only been devoting you know five plus years of my life to talking about new metal exclusively here's let's hear let's hear some jokes about it and see how i feel Uh all right well here's the violent incident with new metal thing that's very interesting to me for one this sounds like power man 5000 that's like the first thing i thought of i watched the video for this and i'll be honest i went into it i went into it total knives out also once again this was initially sent to me at literally six o'clock in the morning like i woke up and this was the first thing i saw in my dms i was like what is this? What are you doing to new metal? And uh, you know, yeah, I, I was. Just, I was I'm just still consuming. tired from my midnight dad's vibe. vibe. Stay yes. up. Listen, all 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 of my interactions with media this week has all been completely groggy and out of it. Like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> same. Same, Jenny. Yeah, hey, I wake up at like five o'clock a.m. I'm like breastfeeding, like listening to dad vibes on my phone. So we were like, oh, hey, yeah, like this. <laughs> so I feel like we're having a similar. <laughs> introduction to shit like this and um but uh watching the video um realizing that these boys are all british and it seemed uh you know what i was like i'm fine with this i'm fine with this it's it seems like they've done their homework the look of everything seems to make sense i feel like this is a little more leaning towards a few trends that i think were more prominent in the uk versus in america um i honestly think you know I'd really like to hear Masha Mags kind of weigh in on this. I feel like she might have some more insight. Um, but, you know, I thought it was not bad, you know, at this point. I mean, what's what lets you know the new metal is back more than we've got to have some parody bands? So if that's what this is, I welcome it. Let's see what more you got. I mean, April 1st, I'll be there like a goddamn fool to hear the whole thing. Jenny, what would you think? Uh, yeah, I agree. Like this wasn't necessarily what I would first think of if I thought of like a new metal parody band, the sound of it. But let's see, there seems it seems to be done somewhat lovingly, I feel just I didn't know what to think when I read the press release. But when I watched the video, I was like, Oh, this doesn't seem like 
this doesn't seem like a bunch of assholes being like new metal fucking sucks and so we're gonna like just make fun of it it seems sort of like a a loving send-up so yeah it's like they're taking the piss out of it but doing it in a way that actually somewhat respects the genre instead of just yeah because if it was just like nonsense like that's a real song not Mm -hmm. not my favorite thing that i've ever heard but like that is a song you know what I mean? Like yeah, instead of just like mean. yeah, instead of just being like chunk chunk, no metal. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, that's oh, pretty think, good. Yeah, oh, I, I think that was- <laughs> Matt, Matt, you, I mean you're on the mic right now. Get on, get in the booth. Let's lay this down. Let's lay this down. <laughs> Thanks, buddies. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, so, I am um, detail wise. It does have a lot of bits in there though that feel very right for the genre let me see those fucking hands uh there's a part near the end where they're listing off like all the things that are new metal and then somebody says five figure death punch and then the vocals vocalist is like uh yeah that's that's not really that's not really new metal and i was like okay so there's like a level of like knowledge on the genre i mean i feel like a lot of the details i mean um saying that the one member monkey bird uh dj samples electronic noises and other unimportant things you can't hear at all i mean that's that's pretty knowing, I think, for the genre. So, you know what? Let's let's hear what let's hear what else the violent incident with a Z has to tell us. So we'll keep an ear out, an eye out for them. Um, you know what? There's another band that's back, and they're trying it again. We've talked about this band before on the show, and um, that band is uh, psychosexual. Um, they've relaunched. They are now calling themselves, this is their third relaunch, and they're now going to call themselves Psycho Sinner. And they promise, Jenny, how many albums are they promising us? Let's say, Matt, how many albums do you think they're promising us? Just like to get an idea of what one might expect. I mean, if I'm going to promise albums, like literally use the plural form of album. You have to be at least at three. That would be my first guess. Three. Yes. Well, you're right. It's a multiple of three. That would be nine albums. <laughs> Sorry. I, all the blood drained from my head. Yeah, Matt. Uh, Psychosexual, now known as Psycho Center, has promised nine albums in the works. For If you don't remember Psychosexual, uh, they're led by ex-five-finger death punch drummer Jeremy Spencer, who performs as Devil Daddy. This was sent to us, and they said, you guys, Psychosexual, they're now Psycho Center. Update your Rolodex. And uh, Spencer had this to say uh, about the reboot. Nobody even really knows much about the other music, which I do like. But I think this is more appropriate of where we kind of want to debut. This is what I wanted to be the first thing. So it's kind of like a reboot. We're starting over. I'll release the other music down the road again. But this second record will technically technically be our first. And you know what? If you're going to print the myth or you're going to print the truth, or you're going to print the legend, and no one remembers the other part anyway, just start it over again. Just Just do it over again. That's fine. Um, I have not listened to this new single on your grave. And that is because when I listened to the previous stuff, I did not enjoy it. Do we dare? I mean, let's get, I mean, a, let's get a little taste. <laughs> all right. Let's get a little taste. All right. Here we go. 
While the video is happening, there is like an, a mixed martial arts fight happening in the background, and um, this feels like a song that is attached to clips of like Conor McGregor's greatest knockouts. You know, like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that a little bit, Matt, just because if I'm gonna have a video in which an MMA fighter is obliterating another person. I would like that song to maybe rip, and this song is sleepy. I did not expect it to be sleepy. Nine albums of this? <laughs> wow. All right. Not a psychosexual, psychocenter fan. It's okay. Jenny, more Jenny. for the psycho sinners. I guess it is. I mean, here's the thing. It is definitely more for the psycho sinners. Because he's promising nine records. Nine. And how fast are those going to come out? How much time are we going to have to digest one Psycho Center record before the next one drops? And you're like, I'm not even done with this last one. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure no surprise anyone, this shit is like firmly in the not for me camp. Um, Same. Yep. But you got to have... <laughs> You got to have haunted houses, you know what I mean? It's that time of year. <laughs> there are a lot of people who keep that infrastructure going and they need Psycho Center, okay? They do. You're right. This is this is feeding this is feeding an audience. Um and they're going to get fed. Yeah. They're going to get nine nine albums. I um, just can't so- hang. You know what I mean? There's right, like this yeah, whole yeah, like yeah. lifestyle that happens around this where it's like spooky burlesque and like I don't know, dripping wax on each other. I like I just can't hang. But you go do you go you. do that. I think that's good for you. But for me? Mm. No. <laughs> I, I can't well, fucking hang. I mean, we're rec- we're recording this, you know, it's we're recording this on October 2nd. And, you know, People, the spooky season the spooky season has officially began but the in much the same way that christmas has encroached back basically all the way to the beginning of november now we are getting that way with halloween halloween as long as i remember contained in the month of october 30 i mean you watch tv 31 days of horror that's what they always offered you the month of october is all about spooky season September was its own month. That's back to school month. You know, that's the end of summer, beginning of fall month. But that is not spooky season. But spooky season has now encroached onto September. I saw ghost decals placed on a door of an apartment on September 5th. 
I was furious. I'm like, too soon. Too soon. It's not spooky season yet. Yeah. But people are so amped for it that, yeah. Oh, there it is, Jenny. <laughs> I've got my Halloween decorations I'm showing Matt and Lauren. They're little thumbs up skeleton arms that go on the ground. But I, it's October 2nd. I'm putting these out today. But I've had them since mid-September, along with a pumpkin sweater. They're angry-looking right. pumpkins. Mitch said it looked like David S. pumpkins. And I said, don't fucking talk to me like that. I'm not bringing up a bit from that many years ago. <laughs> it's like, that's what people are going to think. And be like, did you see David S. pumpkins? It's so random. And I was like, I'm never wearing the sweater. Stop roasting me. Oh, no. But I agree. <laughs> There's a season. But there are people who live spooky season year-round. That's how we have the Renaissance Festival. Yep, that's true. That's why I have that. And I mean, the thing about it is I saw someone post on Facebook that there was a, they had a birthday party Halloween style on October 1st and everybody came dressed up in characters. And I was like, man, these people locked and loaded, ready to go. October 1st, 1201. Everybody get to my house in a motherfucking costume right now. It's all spooky seasons happening. We're listening to all nine Psycho Center records. (laughs) All right. Um, that's a lot more than I expected to donate to that. Uh, <laughs> donate. Donate. <Wow>. donate. <laughs> we gave the gift yes. of time. Oh, tax deductible. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, writing that one off. Uh, Jenny, we uh, we also got, we're still in the who's back uh, section of the show. Who else is back? Uh, Jinx is back. They pushed the new metal revival forward with their single heatwave 98 we have been told about jinx before and said you gotta check these boys out there's some of that new new and you know they are they're touring this fall with attila and dead crown this song is um according to metalinjection.net they are saying this song is a ripper apparently it is a nod to ecw star raven are you familiar with Raven, Jenny? I am familiar with Raven, yes. Raven pretty cool? Raven is, I guess if you, if I think about it, one of the more new metal wrestling personalities that I'm aware of. Okay. Matt, can we get a taste of uh, Heatwave 98? Yeah, here's a little taste of Heatwave 98. straight down the middle wow 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 those boys did it on that one they did it on that one couldn't understand a goddamn word and then the drop happened and i was like oh oh no i did i think i heard at one point he said he went 
pussy boy and i was like okay all right something's happening in those lyrics yeah when you groan (laughs) pussy boy there's probably something going on something's going on there and um yeah i uh i was into it i was into it jenny you know i'd like to hear more i'm not really i don't know what was happening there but it's worth investigation well you gotta hear more because once again the verses went a little like this we gotta hear more because who knows you know who what makes what me wonder happening? i mean what? it sounds like maybe someone got woke up to like a notification that they needed to record and they're groggy at first and then they're like oh yeah and then something startles them and they wake up and scream so maybe maybe jinx has more in common with us than we think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, it's a pretty accurate summation of getting up when you've got, you know, when you got kids. You know, you're woken with a start, which is that loud chunk at the beginning. Then you're just trying to just get things situated, and so you're mumbling to yourself things you got to do that day. And then, what more? What happens a lot is you're trying to acclimate. And give yourself time, but perhaps a spouse, perhaps a child is not respecting that. And maybe they turn a light on that you don't want turned on, or they just come in super hot and you're just, and that's the scream of the chorus. What I'm saying is that we can make any song relatable to parenthood at this point. It's true. It's very, very true. Uh, Jinx, love it. Great work. Keep on touring with Attila and Dead Crown. You know that show is going to be nothing but pits. Nothing but pits. That's going to be hot. I'm not... Actually, Dead Crown. I don't think we've ever talked about them before. I don't even know if they're new metal. Are we familiar with them? Dead Crown? I'm I don't not. know them. Okay. I don't All know right. her. I, <laughs> we do not know you, Dead Crown, <laughs> but we wish you well. If Dead Crown is good, let us know. Send us a song. Um, that's to both Dead Crown and anyone else. <laughs> Dead Crown is listening to this right now. Yeah. Like, send up the link. Give if, you're, if you're good, Dead Crown, then you'll send us a song. If not, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. You know, guys, we love a list. And that brings us now to the part of the show called Who's Listing? Who's Listing? Well, I'll tell you who's listing over at Kerrang. We have a list putting together, put putting together, put together by putting Paul together, Travers. Putting, putting on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz is Paul Travers over at Crane. <laughs> Making a list of 10 lesser known corn songs that everyone needs to hear. Uh, these songs, I'll list them off to you. A song called Proud from the I Know What You Did Last Summer soundtrack from 1997. We got Sean Olson. Uh, from the Crow City of Angels soundtrack. Hayes from the Untitled Enhanced Edition, 2007. Make Me Bad In Between Days on MTV Unplugged. Camel Song on the End of Days soundtrack from 1999. Or, yeah, okay, yes, that's always what it is. Fight the Power on the Triple X State of the Union soundtrack. Layla. Unreleased song, 1993, apparently was on the original 93 demo tape. I can remember on Got the Life, it was almost unreleased, but it was released. 
Kick the PA, we're familiar with that, from Spawn the Album. Christmas Song on Kevin and Bean's Christmas Time in the LBC 1996. Wow. Those are the songs. They're lesser known to me. How about you guys? Very much lesser known to me. Yeah, quite a few of these I had never heard before. I was not aware of the song on the uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, uh, the album <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah, trying to make it more uh, than a soundtrack. Just let it be a soundtrack. Yeah, I was not familiar with Haze uh, from the Untitled. Um, I have not yet listened to Corn Unplugged, um, but I, I mean, I feel like we, we definitely, I mean, we're definitely going to do that on this show. <laughs> I mean, Corn Unplugged. That oh is, yeah, that's a must. What a what you know. Um Camel Song End of Days, I recall that one. I of course, I mean, Crow City of Angels soundtrack. Listen, I just been rolling through life with that thing at the ready. You know, just rolling into parties like if anything's not working in this party, let me know. I got Crow City of Angels on CD. Like if if, if you need it, let, just let me know. Cuz I got it ready to go. No one's ever taken me up on it. But I'm always at the ready with some Crow City of Angels. Um while I have seen Triple X State of the Union in the theater, I was not even aware the corn was on the soundtrack. That was a surprise to me. So yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of true undiscovered moments in here. Uh, good job on that Kerrang. I'm wondering, will all of these songs be covered in the upcoming Matt Carp book, Corn, Every Album, Every Song? I, I would assume so. so. I hope so. I hope so. It's coming in January. It's coming out around my birthday. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Everybody ordered me 100 copies. All right. Um, We've also got another list, Jenny. We sure do. Over at Metal Injection, Max Hellman gave us a list. New Kids on the Block, five core bands doing new metal right. And these bands are Orthodox, Loathe, Spite, Vain, dot fm and tala okay so this list was sent to us by everybody so thank you everybody who sent us this list um and uh, i gotta say it was very interesting to see some of the comments uh where this list was also posted on social media some people were very upset by this list which very much surprised me. So a lot of passionate responses to this list. Uh, of course, you got some people who are like, hate new metal, so they don't like it when their favorite band is associated with it. Um, then you have some other people that feel that the name of this name of this article was disrespectful. One guy said, "New kids on the block, immediate close. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Don't even do that." So this this honestly, I think Max Hellman. Pop this thing out. I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. Did, probably did not expect the level of intensity in response to this. Obviously, a few of these guys, we've, I mean, Loathe, everyone's talking to us about Loathe all the time. We hear you. We see you. You are acknowledged. Your feelings are heard. We'll definitely do a Loathe episode sometime soon. Uh, Spite, Orthodox, new to me. Jenny, Matt? New to me. New to me. And uh, Vane, Vane.fm, I always thought their name was just Vane. I don't know when this .fm thing came into play, but um, their record, which I believe is called Error Zone, I'm pretty sure that's a Putney production. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Putney rolled in for that one. And, uh, yeah, and then Tala, much talked about. Tala are great. We love Tala. I guess we should probably hear one of the songs they mentioned for, uh, would we rather want to hear Orthodox or Spite? I'm going to let Matt choose. Ooh, I'm going to have to go with Spite. Okay. All right, here is Spite with Digging Part One. (laughs) (laughs) That's only half the hole. You still got to dig the other half. Uh, I love I love the write-up here that says, I know what you're thinking. Isn't this just a deathcore band? It's definitely less new than other entries on the list, but I want to emphasize the vocals of Darius Tirani, specifically when he goes from angry to utterly insane. <laughs> Key detail. Key detail. Yes. I think I can understand based, like, I think we do get very deathcore, but, like, if you overlook how new the top of this song is, that's on you. That's on you, baby, because the top of that song was very new, in my opinion. Very new. Digging part one. Let's, I mean, I need to know more. I need to hear more. I got to steal this one from you, Jenny. I need to hear more because I need to know more about the digging. It's true. Is this a trench? Is this Mm -hmm. a hole? Is this, uh, you know, more of a turn of phrase I'm digging? Is this a grave? Mm -hmm. IDK. Is it a tunnel? Yeah. Could be so many things. Also, there's the question, did you call before you dig? Mm, Miss Dig, caught a call. (laughs) Did you get Miss Dig? Did Did you get very specific trench digging tools? Yeah, they exist. I learned. Mm -hmm. Did you flag? Did you flag the hole? Did you flag the hole? I don't know. A lot more digging than most people think. (laughs) That's why it's only part one because there's a lot more to digging (laughs) than you realize. They're like, we got we got to cover a lot of ground here. And we got to enter into a lot of ground here. <laughs> yeah. Cover the ground with the flags, then enter the ground with your shovel. That's right. All right. Well, um, thank you, MetalInjection.net. Thank you, Max Hellman, for letting us know about this band. Uh, we've also got to talk about 
Who said what? Who said what? What? So we got sent this message. It's from one of the great websites on the internet. We are the pit.com. The headline Papa Roach's Jacoby Shaddix, quote, I love being one of the forefathers of new metal. That's fucking dope. First, love and respect to Jacoby Shaddix. Second of all, Infest came out in 2000. I do not believe, by the definition, you can be a forefather of new metal. Mm. No. No, 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 no. We've established the timeline, sir. We've talked about this quite Thanks a bit. for the name of our show. We took it from there. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware that you're not a papa. I mean... I'll be the papa. new metal Mori here. You're not the papa. <laughs> we got the DNA test back. It ain't yours. Uh, sorry, bud. Um, but thank you everyone who sent us that I think someone sent me that with like the thinking emoji and then someone sent it to me with like 12 or sent it to us I should say with like 12 question marks all valid statements we were we all agree strange strange thing from a man to say you know what we also got to talk about who's in those DMs sliding up in Ooh, I'll tell you who's in the DMs uh, systematic 1983 Came up in those DMs and said, hey, I'm new to the podcast about a month in. I just heard this episode. Of course, this is talking about which episode is this talking about? Uh, this is the uh, results may vary. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> it's right there next to it. Cool. Uh, I just heard this episode. The results may vary episode. You guys mentioned there was a bunch of B-sides that didn't make it on the album. Good news if you put Limp Bizkit B-Sides on YouTube, all 16 tracks from Results May Vary 2 are on there. You can make a whole other episode on this one. Uh, check out the first song, Let It Go. It's about Wes leaving. Anyway, great episode. My girlfriend watched about all of Titanic while I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> LOL, JK, much love and thanks. I uh, also said I forgot to mention, I also bought the CD in Kmart when it came out. And had that awful poster up for like a year. LOL. Uh, <laughs> I love, I mean, yes, our podcast is as long as Titanic. That's two VHS tapes if you purchased it when it came out, you know? Thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out. <laughs> and, you know, you should give Titanic another watch sometime. It holds up pretty good. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Steve Jackson said, hey, dudes, love the podcast. Got an overlooked new gem for ya. It's Aquarium by Steppa. Matt, let's hear a little bit of Aquarium. All right, here we go.
Uh, okay. Oh, here we go. Material that is live. Live. Matt, 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 you went through a lot of feelings on that one, but I, when that riff hit, you zipped your hoodie all the way up. You were ready to go up, but that was it. Hoodie's back down. Yeah. How I was, you feeling, I, was, I was excited. Love that riff. Love that riff. Um, powerful, sweet chug. Happen, stepping into it. And um, then, uh, yeah, I don't like the direction that the song went in after that. The lyrics also were a big checkout for me, going to be honest. When a face is a cigarette, you taste so good, fragranced by it. Get your scale on, reflect a bit. I'm so boring, you bit your lip. Yeah. Jenny, thoughts on Steppa? I don't know, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff going on. It is there. a lot of stuff. Uh, I I don't know what to think. I want to hear more. I'd like to hear more, but I'm scared. <laughs> spooky season, and I'm scared. Hey, it's spooky season. You might need to embrace that. You That's might true. Need to embrace that. Um. Yeah, I was a little thrown by the vocals a little bit, but the riff made me feel like there might be more gold in them hills. And uh, so I'm, I'm willing to check out what's going on with these boys in Steppa. So well, um, I, let me just let me just check that long list and just see if the boys in Steppa are on it. It does look uh, familiar. Yeah, the album art seems familiar. Let me let me just scroll through this. Um, 10 page document now they are on it they are on it step by step on the long list so okay maybe this is the start of the step push let us know okay thank you steve all right we also heard from justin mcfaden said hey fam big fan of the podcast still making my way through the backlog of eps so i don't know if this song is something you've already heard or discussed but I came across it the other day, and I don't think there's anything more 2003 or new metal than this truly bizarre cover of Take Me Out to the Ball Game by Dry Kill Logic. <laughs> well, shit, Justin. <laughs> we gotta hear this. We gotta hear this. Um, this is called Riot at the Bat Rack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's fucking go. Yes! Take me out to 
fuck? Adrenaline pumping. How the fuck have we been doing this for five years? <laughs> the fact that this exists and we've been doing this for five years. Sometimes I'm like, we've reached every weird. Yeah, every yeah, every yeah. Granny. No, yeah. you cannot surprise me. Yeah. This gives me hope that there's still just weird shit out there. This makes me so happy. Uh, <laughs> Thank this you, is, Justin. Uh, this is amazing. I mean, obviously dad vibes, the hype of the week, but this, the second hype of the week in fucking. I gave crime. it a like on YouTube. <laughs> you never like YouTube videos, Matt. No, I'm you never stingy. Give a like. I'm stingy you never with give them likes. Like. Wow. That is amazing. Truly incredible. An all time. I mean, is this okay? Let me look here. It says featured in the video game MLB Slugfest 2003 on PS2, Xbox, and MTV, and Nintendo GameCube. I mean, do we got to do a whole episode and ride at the backpack? I mean, ride at the backpack. Ride at the backpack. Back, 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 back. The, the rack. Uh, I can't even talk. Oh, my Lord. Incredible. Simply incredible. You know, I'm a longtime baseball hater, but baseball might be good. It might be good. I'm just going to get out there. It might not be the boring thing that I've always thought it to be. If this, if they're playing this, they're playing this at the games, get me in the stands, baby. Yeah, I'm going to head over to Comerica Park in beautiful downtown Detroit and demand... But this be that rack. <laughs> yep, it'll just be me with the sign. They won't play it, but I'll try. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we haven't done Dry Kill Logic in a while. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm gonna dig in. I mean, if this isn't on one of their albums, they should have put it on there. That's all I'm gonna say. Incredible, uh, Justin. Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, finally, you know, we have uh, we have a Patreon www.com www.com uh, <laughs> is the Patreon just <laughs> click that and then you, you figure it out you yeah. figure it out um, patreon.com slash roachcoachpodcast you can head on over there become a patron and uh, you can vote and pick the albums that we're going to do you guys came on. You picked. We're going to be doing Saturday Night Risk by Deftones next week. Um, you also can get in on exclusive shirt deals. Everyone who became a Patreon member in the month of December is getting a Jenny Socia designed Leave Fred Alone tee in the mail. It's coming to you, baby. Did you say December or September? I said September. Okay. Sorry. September. 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 Yes. I just wanted to make sure. I am. And um and uh on top of all that, when you become a member of the Patreon, you get a little shout out on the show. And it's time for some shout outs, Jenny. Yes. Rob. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Andrew Wolf. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it for new patrons this week. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who is a patron over on the Patreon. And believe it or not, that does Tez. That does Tez. What? <laughs> that does bring us 
to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all your recs. Thank you for sending us all that. Keep on sending it over to us. You can send it to us over on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all of those. You can roll into those DMs. Send us a DM with a hot rec, the band we got to hear. Let us know, is there a new metal cover of It's Time for Some Football? I believe that's what the song is called, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, all my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. Uh, let me know. Let us know. There's a cover of that. Um, and uh, send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Plenty of ways to reach out and contact us at the show. And until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.